0: All right. Good evening, everybody. Interview number three today, you know, moving right along in the short conference. I have Donovan Catholic coach, Glenn Jansen. Glenn, thank you for joining me this evening. Of course, Nick. Thanks for having me. Now, you know, excited to get back there. You know, how did the first two days go so far? Um, it was great. You know, it was great to see
1: the girls and get in the gym, um, especially with our team. We have some some new faces and some returning faces. And it was it's the first time we've actually been able to be in a gym together. Um with some of these young ladies, it, you know, it's like everybody else is adjusting to the COVID protocol. And you know, remember what order to do everything from purell to spacing to you know washing hands to you know one in person a bathroom, masks on. Um, and the girls have done an amazing job. You know, I think since you know Donovan has been open since September. So these kids have been going to school with masks on, you know, the whole time. So they're they're really accustomed. Not that you're ever comfortable wearing it, but as yeah. as comfortable as it can be. Uh and the kids, the kids are great.
0: Yeah. And I, I think you know that that is an advantage you know that you know most the catholic schools have been going to school full-time you know it's probably a little bit less of adjustment uh going through the protocols and you know the safety measures that the you know that the school districts have put put in place um before we get into you know this season i just you know recap last season um what was your message and the goals you set for your team when the last season started so our last season, again, we were a transitional team in, in terms of we
1: had only a couple starters back. We had uh, our first ever international player. Uh, Donovan has an international students program. And traditionally, they get players from usually Spain and China. And then last year, they brought in their program to Eastern Europe as well as Spain and China. So that was our first, you know, go around. So that was interesting. Some, you know, language barrier, discussing things, the girls getting used to her and vice versa. And, uh, and because she was such an important player for us and such a big personality you know, that was a big adjustment, kind of getting used to, used to that. But basketball is basketball. So the kids adjusted. The coaches worked together. Um, and we really – you know, we, we had lost a couple players um, going into the last season, a uh, transfer, and, and then arguably one of our best players um, because of her letter of intent to Georgia to play softball. Jada didn't come out. Um, so, you know, we, we kind of went into the season down two returning starters um, and, and, you know, Tasha being added to the mix with Liv and uh, both lives, Jordan and Carolina, it was a really, really uh, good season. You know, we had we had ups and downs, and, and we struggled a little time. We had some injuries and, and, and you know, people missing games here and there. Um, but for the most part, we got better as the season went on. We gelled. The girls, you know, made a lot of great memories. Um, and, and I will say that even though it took us a couple months and we had a banquet, you know, via Zoom like, like we're doing today, when the girls, you know, are crying their eyes out, at the end of the banquet and, and the parents are staying on, even though they don't have to, to say thank you. And to talk about memory is not about a score or like, remember those funny things. That's really what it's all about when it's all said and done. Um, so, so if you measure success by the the joy of your players, um, we had a successful season last year. I
0: thought I, I enjoyed watching your team. I thought, it, you know, you know, fun to watch a um, uh, couple games that, uh, you know, I want to talk about, you know, the first time I saw your team play was Jackson Liberty at, jackson liberty your team played very well and it was first time i saw you know the the transfer from overseas um and you you could see that you know um she was pretty dominant player and you know and uh you could see her style was different than you know what you're used to seeing you know in the Shore conference um sometimes a little flashy i i thought but i thought she she was a she was a fun player, fun player to watch. And I thought you needed to have your head on a swivel because you didn't know when a pass was coming from her either. Uh, absolutely. And, you know, it's interesting about Tasha. Um, Tasha had never, ever played man defense
1: ever before, right? In, oh. in, in Europe, um, they play mostly exclusively zone. Like she was on the highest level at her age group um, before, you know, and, and before you become professional and, and you know, man to man, she said she hadn't did that since she was like eight or nine years old. Uh, that's all they, they do. Um, and you know, they play their whole season. They might play, she says, um, like a select team gets to play 18 games. So we're playing close to 30 games and she's like, the season never ends. Um, (laughs) but it was great because that game really was Tasha, you know, Tasha struggled a little bit with the pace and going six days a week and, Mm -hmm. and the commitment, not, not that she had a problem with it, but just that we expect a lot more in the short conference here than even over, you know, in, in her country, she goes away for two weeks, plays for basketball and then she goes back and then it's back and forth but like a, a constant grind like that she had never been accustomed to. It. And that Jackson Liberty game was um, a, a huge coming out for her. Cause we struggled yeah. a little bit. We were missing some shots early on. Yeah. And then she hit probably half between the three point line and, the, and, and half court. She had a shot as the time was expired, going to half court, yeah. turning to an eight point game. And then she came out and then between her and Jordan and live, I mean, it was just one thing after another. And it was that tape that we sent out that helped her um, land, uh, she came back to America this this year. Um, she has a, she's playing Juco out in Arizona with three other girls from um, either uh, Slovakia and Montenegro. so apparently between the coach getting connected to her and then her connections um, from some of her teammates, she's now out there playing um, Division one Juco so that in, in, in hopes that you know in two years she can transfer somewhere. Um, so that was the tape that she sent out like you know when, when coaches were looking at her like I've arrived basically.
0: Yeah, that, that was – she. it was <laughs> impressive. Um, Another game I want to talk about that, that I was at, not a, the outcome you wanted, was the Thomas River East game. To me, you guys did a good job slowing uh, Jordan Maganen down, but then uh, they had that other player that kind of just went off from deep. She hit th- four threes.
1: Yeah, I mean, when your best two players uh, shoot like uh, two for 16 from behind yeah. the arc, <laughs> um, you're not going to beat uh, you know good teams, especially in a team that's saying like, hey, we can't guard you man to man, so we're gonna we're gonna sit in a zone and you got to knock down shots. Mm-hmm. And when you shoot two for sixteen from three, and you, yeah. your two best scores or three two of your three best scores are are making up fifty percent of the points on the average, you're not going to win those games. Uh, and that young lady, you know, it was her senior, year, um, and she just if I remember correctly, I think she was a senior. And uh, and she had the g- game of her life against her. And that's why you play the game. You know, some days you show up and, and those kids that that are that that role player, and they show up and they say, hey, K, this is going to be my legacy. I'm going to always <laughs> go back, I'm, you know, 40 years old. We're talking about the time we went to Donovan and we beat him up pretty badly. And Coach Cohen's a good guy. You know, we're good friends. And, and um, he's had our number a couple times early on the year before in the WOBM. You know, Lizzie Gillen had that three in the corner as time was expiring um and he's a good guy so you know you don't want to lose anybody but you tip your hat to the team from the outside of town and uh, and you get ready for the next one
0: yeah um moving into you know this season um you know you talked briefly about you know getting to your team understanding the protocols but what do you think some of the other challenges that that you might come up to come up with during the season um i know one of the challenges a lot of coaches brought up you know the limited time you, you had with your team during the summer when it's usually, you usually get a little more time.
1: Yeah. I mean, um, so we've never had a practice together, mm-hmm. um, you know, because of the rules and, and what you can participate in and what you can't participate in when you can coach and what you can't coach, even in the summer when we had an opportunity to be together, mm-hmm. we other than trying to, you know, meet at, at a park one time, we really weren't able to uh, have any practices. So it was like, you know, meet the girls, have the girls meet each other, get to know each other and go play, whether at, we were, you know, a point where then, um, then we played out no boys allowed up putting Elizabeth. And again, you have no, you know, we, our school said even during those phases in the summer when they're opening up protocols only for the fall sports, no gym okay. access. So um, when you have a program that has new players, you know, underclassmen <laughs> that are rising up as well, some transfers, the thing we need more than anything is time. These girls yeah. know how to play basketball, yeah. but they don't know how to play together.
0: Yeah, chemistry. Uh,
1: and, and, you know and and for a lot of us we're struggling with you know going from you know two weeks boom to the opening day but these girls may have played together two or three years together and and so we don't have that so we're trying to discover it um but it's definitely a challenge for sure
0: um now you know we'll start talking about some of your players you know it probably starts with your senior leader you know jordan um, you know, Jordan has had the honor of being my first two time guest <laughs> for an interview. Um, just talk Jordan and what, what you think, you know, her role, because, you know, you see her posts on Twitter. You could see that she's just she's like a born leader, you know, you know, and uh, and uh, you can tell she leads the team. Uh, so what do you expect out of her this season? Yeah, I mean, we're actually lucky. We actually have two great senior captains and they,
1: they lead differently, but they kind of complement each other. So Jordan mm-hmm. is kind of out in front. She's mm-hmm. kind of the vocal person. Even when you, you do that interview, she kind of, I jokingly said, it's Rachel. Who is that choir? Just not. Give her a I said the same Gordon thing. <laughs> um, but that's just Jordan. You know, that's yeah. Jordan. As I joke with her, we even during the summer, um, I, 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 we work in the same restaurant. I got her a job. we I'm work good. in the summer and I'm, I'm one of the cooks and she's one of the, the waitresses and I even joke with her because you know Jordy doing Jordy things. It's just it's just who Jordan is. So she's kind of she takes the responsibility sometimes that to to wear it and become that leader become that voice. Um, and it's really nice because our other captain is a senior, Alex Jalosie, and she's more of a um, a leader by action. you kind of like the Derek Jeter type. So the two yeah. of them, in terms of like communication with the girls, organization, developing um, the climate and the culture of who we are trying to be. Um, getting involved in, in whether it's um, volunteering even in, in, in amidst this pandemic or like you know staging photos for the Instagram or getting kids the message out to the school, those two are doing a really great job and really being great ambassadors, not just for who we are as Donovan Girls Basketball, but Donovan Catholic High School. They really are, you know. Um, and and I'm really blessed to have those two great young ladies to kind of handle some of the stuff that captains have to handle you know what i mean um uh, things have changed years ago captains were like okay this freshman carries the water but nowadays we live in a world where you can't always do that so sometimes it's like who's going to handle a positive message on instagram who's going to reach out about positive data? who's going to reach out to the parents who's going to pray who's going to lead us you know all those sort of things um and and those two like i said jordan and alex are great um and jordan you know her leadership isn't just you know and that's stuff too obviously she leads by example on the court um, you know, and we, we went through that process with her and everything she went through during in summer. And, uh, and it's interesting because, you know, JT is our AU coach, JT and I, you know, taught together at Colts neck for many years. We're very good friends. We're, we're Tom's river guys. Um, you know, both of our kids grew up, um, in, in the Colts Neck high school gym when he was the head girls coach, when I was the assistant boys coach, our kids grew up. Uh, so I think in some ways it makes sense at Jordan has developed under both of us because we kind of are used to working together. I used to bring my, my freshman boys in to press JT's girls when he had those great teams to get them ready for Neptune, you know, freshman boys running around pressing, you know, Brooke and, and Tiffany. So JT and I have used to be worked work together for all these years. So I'm, I'm not surprised that Jordan has had success. She has, and it's almost been like a seamless transition. Uh, he majors in sarcasm. I minor in it.
0: Um, <laughs> he but, uh, does
1: major. But well, we, but you know, Jordan's a tough cookie, so she can take it. So yeah. um I'm really, like I said, you know, she does everything you ask her to, even today after practice, she wanted to shoot a little bit. So, you know, we, we have to close the gym down and clean it before the boys came in. So I'm like, all right, you can just get a couple of shots, but she wants, she's always looking to get better, you know, and improve her craft for sure.
0: Um, The next returning player I want to talk about is uh, Olivia. Um, I saw her play a bunch during the summer at a- AAU and, uh, to me, it seems like she made like leaps and bounds from last season, just uh, during the summer. Um, I'm expecting, you know, good things out of her this season. Uh, what's your thoughts on Olivia?
1: I mean, listen, Liv is undervalued and understated. Um, she's got a great frame. Um, wow. She, you know, she has this really deceptively um, or I should say this deceptive length to her that she, she's just an annoying type of player, right? She, she's able to take uh drives the basket and somehow score even when the defense is there. She's able to bend it. Um, She, she, when she puts her hands out, she's a great defender. She tips in deflections and she's all over the place. Um, We have these stats called hustle stats, which are all like, you know, the unsung things. And, and Lynn is always one of the ones up there on that statue for us, always doing all that, whether it's a tip of deflection. um, I'd like to say charge, but nobody takes charges anymore, but all that (laughs) other stuff, right. All those, all those hustle points, jumping in bleachers. She does all that. And what's great is, um, you know, she never stops. She never gets tired. She always finds a set, you know you. Her second gear isn't so much better than her first gear. It just it it it's, it doesn't stop, right? It's always continuous, and she's always in attack mode. Um, and she's really listen. She's really receptive to coaching. She's another again. I'm blessed. She's a tough cookie as well. Um, you can challenge her, and it's a yes coach. It's a I got a coach. Um, but yeah, I think live, uh, especially because her still her skill set, because she's not. you know, she's not just a basketball player. She's also a soccer player. So I think her skill set translates and allows her to do the things that some of the other girls can't do, or maybe don't want to do. Uh, So she's kind of all over the place all, you
0: know, for us. Yeah. I I didn't know she played soccer until the beginning of soccer season. I got to see her play and she's a very good soccer player. Oh, for sure. And her, you know, again,
1: her speed and she, she, she's like a gazelle she's always got these long strides Um, and it's not always pretty, but it works, right? It, it, It works.
0: Now, next, I want you know you got three big transfers that you know coming in and you know you, ex- you know everyone expecting to make an impact right away. Let's start with uh, you know Gabby Ross. You know, I, you know she had a pretty good freshman season at Manchester. You know, you, you got to play play against them twice right. last season. Um, great offensive threat, could shoot the ball, could take it to the hoop. Talk about you know Gabby and what do you expect her to do, to do this season.
1: Well, Gab's addition is is great. Um, you know, I, Gab was hurt most of the summer. She got hurt playing AU. Yes. So we actually only had her for two games, um, throughout all the, the point league. And, um, we didn't have her at all during no boys allowed. Um, so she actually only played, uh, when we played Manchester and Jackson Memorial, those two games, we played them back to back. Like I think the opening week yeah. of, yeah. um, the, the point pleasant league and she played in those two games and she did great, obviously. Um, and then she got hurt that weekend, in an A scrimmage with her kill her Achilles. So she really has been out. She was able to like, um, hop in for two of our games, um, at the end of the, uh, the mask league or the wall league rather. Um, so I I know the, the least, you know, about Gabby in terms of how she interacts with, with the team. Um, but because we played her last year, I am very familiar. She's, she's a great shooter. She's tough. Um, she's always on, um, one of the other coaches, uh, said she's like a dog that gets off the leash. She's just like, she's a ball hog, in terms of where uh, defensively, where the ball is, she wants to be on the ball. She's always looking to trap, even if you don't ask her to. Um, she's she's actually um, had a little more composure than than I thought she did, especially because she's only a sophomore. Usually, the younger girls, you know, you go through the maturity process. But she, she you know, when practice starts, you know, she's she's no joke, um, and and she has a great skill set. I think she's a great complement to the other girls in the program. Um, and what's great about really what we have at our school is that. Because the girls have played, you know, 13 of them have really been playing together, um, even though there has been a practice. So all the girls know each other. So by now, Gab and Shelby and Kaya um, and the other Kai too, they're not really transfers. They, they're kind of cemented and they've, they've been part of this little bubble that we've been in. Um, so I think, you know, like like I said, we need to practice because it's just a part that we haven't been able to do. Um, but I think in terms of girls knowing each other, Gab also grew up playing Um AU with Liv Conroy when they were little, um, uh, in the Manchester Tom's River dynamic. So, um, what's interesting is that Gab and Liv grew up playing together until uh Liv got into high school because they're a year apart, but when they were in middle school, they played all the way together. Shelby and Mackenzie they played, they grew up in Jackson together, so they've played all the way together. And then Kaya has played with both Gabby and Shelby growing up, so in, in some ways, even <laughs> though um, they all have found their way, um, to Donovan there's, there's a more familiarity than people, um, than people understand.
0: Um, Talking about Shelby, you know, I only saw Marday once last season. And uh, to me, what stood out, you know, that game was her defense. You know, she is, she is tough person to get by and, you know, she type of player I could, in my opinion, defend on a perimeter and defend inside, you know, cause she's tough. Uh, Talk a little bit about Shelby.
1: Yeah. I mean, uh, I love, I love Shelby doing anything around the basket, right. On both sides of the ball. I think, I think she's got a great, motor to her, I think she's, uh, um, I think she, the only thing holding back Shelby, close to the basket is Shelby, right, is because, you know, maybe, you know, she comes to our school, and maybe she's one of the bigger girls, so now the expectation is that she's able to be a little more physical, um, but you're right, she's very versatile, she can defend away, as opposed to, uh, you know, as compared to inside, um, and that's another kid, you know, you tell her something once, yes, coach, and even if it doesn't always go the right way. And if, if they don't execute it, they, they're still saying, is that what you meant? Or what could I have done differently? Um, she's hungry to get better. I love her work ethic. Um, and you're right. She, she for us, she's going to be that type of player that might have to guard bigger girls. Um, but if she guards smaller girls, she'll take that challenge as well. Um, and I think what's, what's great about that again, is that because we're so new to each other, at least to me, um, that these girls have been receptive to anything I asked them to do. Um, but I'm excited about what Chubb is going to do, you know, as, as a Griffin, for sure.
0: Uh, the last, unfortunately, I didn't get to see Barnaget, so I don't know much about Kaya Joseph. Can you just talk a little bit about her?
1: Yeah, Kaya is a complete player. I mean, Kaya, mm-hmm. uh, she can play any of the guard positions. Uh, she is a very cerebral player. She's very smart. Uh, she does everything with a purpose. She's very deliberate. Um, I also think that she has poise that mm-hmm. some of the other girls on, on, our, on our program don't have um or or haven't you know haven't had to have you know she she was the person um when she was at barnigan she was the go-to uh player and now here she doesn't have to be um and i think um you're gonna see her flourish um obviously the the stats and and the the, the direction that she's accustomed to is not going to be um what we do with the with the cast that we have and the team we have but again like you know, when I send a message out on Remind or I post something to the Google Classroom, she's often the first one to respond or ask questions or, um, you know, she's the first one when she makes a mistake to take ownership for it. you know, put her hand up, like, you know, which is, to me, is like an old school thing, like, you know, in my bad. Yeah. Um, a lot of kids shirk yeah. responsibility because they feel like, you know, what's the big deal? I play 100 basketball games a year. It's not a big deal. I mean, but she's the first one to say, hey, I make a mistake. Um, and And her poise and her leadership are going to be a really important, you know, part for us for the next two years. Is she a junior
0: this year? She's a junior. That's okay. yeah, yeah. Um, I want to talk about uh, Mackenzie. Um, you, do you expect her to have a, a bigger role role this season? I mean, I know yeah, she got I mean, some good minutes last year, but um, yeah. Mac Mac is uh, you know,
1: Mac. It's funny because Mac and Alex are 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 similar. That they're both soccer players, so they're yep. they're always in shape. They're ready to go. And and Alex is going to be that that guard, and 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 Mac's going to be that big for us to really do a lot of the dirty work, to really um, really step up and do more than they've ever been expected to do. And I know that they're ready for the challenge. Um, my favorite thing about Mac is she's the opposite of everybody else. <laughs> Mac is um, goofy, uh, she's she's silly, She um, she's hard on herself, but other than that, like everything just rolls off of her, like water off a duck's rear end. Like if, nothing bothers her, nothing sticks to her. So she's always ready for the next play um she's always ready for the next play which i love um and you know she's going to have to be tough inside she's going to have to be the one that's that's you know on the top of the press sometimes she's going to have to be guarding a big and she's going to be physical this summer when we were successful playing against really good teams she went up against the biggest players that were around and and you know and boxed them out and worked hard and did you know controlled the glass um and she she, you know for me being a basketball purist She's the type of big, even though in other schools she really was not that big for, for, for us, she's big. She doesn't she doesn't have any delusions of grandeur. She gets a rebound, she chins it, she gets it to a guard, and she runs to the rim, right? She's not looking to dribble a thousand times and go between her legs and all that stuff. Ask her to do that. She would do that. If you, you know, when we're running five out, she can play outside. But she realizes that coach has her in there for a reason to do certain things. Um, and we have one other player like that, too, like Bella Your or Bella's the toughest girl on her team. She's a senior. She's a basketball lacrosse player. She's just a tough as nails kid. And if Max's not beating somebody up, Bell's gonna be beating somebody up. And mm-hmm. we really have this, this core. Um, we have five seniors on the team, um, and you know Alex and, and Kai for are other two seniors, and they're also gonna give us a huge lift and 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 really just fit in nicely. Again, I've been doing this a long time. We were joking that um, I, I'm not old enough to be a basketball coach for 18 years, but I am somehow. And, uh, and the last eight years, you know, as as a head girls coach. And what I love about this group is everybody comes prepared. Everybody is positive. Now I know it's easy to say you haven't really had to go through anything right so far. That's all great stuff until you lose a game. But, um, but I will say that even, even the easy stuff, sometimes isn't easy with a certain group of players or personalities. You know, this is the first group where the entire roster are my kids because when, you know, when I came in, um, I inherited a lot of players, a lot of talent. This is, this is the first group that they're all mine. Um, and uh, you can see it in how they act and how they respond to me and, and just how excited they are. The fact that we did no boys allowed and we did, you know, the other two leagues, it just shows that they're committed and they're really into getting better and and giving Donovan Catholic girls basketball, you know, a, a great name out there.
0: Um, any other players that are on the roster that you think are going to have a bigger role this year?
1: Yeah, so I ran through, you know, the last two seniors were Alice Matedia Ford and, and Kaya Foy, who transferred midway through the season last year from Barnegan. Those are our seniors. Uh, I went through our juniors. And then we have three other sophomores who are, you know, a huge um, part of our, our future. And, and we've got Marley Main, who's a guard, Emma Conroy's a guard, and Payton Mirror, who's a forward. Again, what's great about these girls is that Marley's been through it with us last year. Emma and Payton are, are varsity athletes in other sports. So, you know, they're going to come in hungry, ready to go in great shape and, and help give. give
0: uh, help give the team the lift that they need um before we wrap up i just want to go through your schedule you're you're in a pretty decent division um you're playing the three times river teams and there's such a rivalry you know with donovan and the three times river when i had some of the soccer players on like abby alexa um and you know faith from Times river north i asked you always at the soccer games you always saw whether it was times river north plane you saw donovan catholic kids you saw times river south kids or you vice versa you know you always it seems like that town um you, you know gets competitive when you play each other but when you're playing other teams they all support each other
1: yeah i mean um 100 and and what i think it starts to be fair with the coaches right like um vicky Kevin and myself, we, we all get along. I consider them friends. We, we, you know, we all see each other in town and in shop, right? Um, but there's good closeness, like live, grew up playing soccer. A lot of those kids, I, you know, Sydney Lorenzen, I used to coach her, her brother in basketball growing up in TRBA. And um, on the North side, you know, Wavershack, my son went to, grew up and, and, and went to school with her siblings. So like, we all know each other. So there's this connection. Um, so, you know, when we play each other, um, it's intense, right? A lot of those girls—they grew up coming to the Donovan basketball camps with Coach Carney and I, so I've known all those kids growing up and coming up uh, through the way. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm friends with some of their parents and some of the connections. So, um, you're right. It, it makes the rivalry interesting and fun. But the best part is, is that when it's over, you're back to being friends with them, and and you know you see them down the street, you see them at the shop, or you see them at church. Um, and that's true for a lot of the sports. Um, that that battle of TR is definitely a pride thing um but there's also a lot of mutual respect there for sure.
0: Yeah, that's something that impressed me during soccer season, you know, when they weren't playing each other, they were there supporting, you know, the, their fellow towns uh, teams and stuff. Um I mean I just want to say, um I you to finish out your schedule. You, I know you, I think uh Jordan brought up you added uh Manchester and Jackson Memorial, right? Two Correct. two very yeah. good teams.
1: Yeah, the back end
0: specifically. I mean, listen, every
1: Every game with this season is going to be challenged because you never know who you're going to be missing or, or what's going to happen. And if, you know, not only that, but if the game is canceled, can you pick somebody up? But the back end of our schedule, specifically with North, Manchester, um, uh, Jacksonville, and even, you know, Lacey's at the back end. And yeah. Coach Valley did a great job with that program last year. So, we you know, we are going to, our, as our season goes on, it's just going to continue to grind, um, which is what you really want a season. But now you have to kind of do it in a sprint as opposed to a marathon like we're normally used to. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I would have wished we could have kept some of our old B South rivalries, but when, you know, when Dave and I saw that we weren't in the same division, we knew that, listen,
0: <laughs>
1: I would have to play each other. I, I think, you know, we're the only team in the last four years that had beaten them in B South. So we had to keep that game on the schedule, you know, Jackson Memorial, uh, Rachel beat us up pretty good last year, but she had like a big monk on her back. Cause we had kind of, you know, beat her like several years in a row. And so she, she was definitely coming for us. Um, And I said, I jokingly said to her, "I'm like, you know, you beat us by 30 something last year. That doesn't. That still only counts as one win. I still got you in the win column. So um, we wanted to make sure we had those. You know, we keep those rivalries because I think it's also important that you know North, Jackson Morrill, Donovan, Manchester. We, you know, we're trying to build Ocean County basketball like the rest of Ocean County. But I think it's important that not only do do we, you know, want to go out and always, you know, test ourselves against somebody else, but I think it's important to develop that rivalry and also, you know, battle." for, for Ocean County. Right. I think that's important. Uh, yeah. And maybe held the crown for several years and, and we'll see how, where it's going to go in the future and, and, and what we have in store for us this season.
0: Yeah. You know, you talk about, you know, the short season, you know, I saw coach Hine; he was scouting a soccer game and I met him and he said to his exact words, this was my shortest season on paper, but by God, it was the longest season. It felt like. So. For sure.
1: You know, I think the resiliency of the kids and the parents, to do everything I can to get the season. Are we disappointed? Of course we are. You know we were set to host the first ever showcase um, for yeah. for girls basketball for for cancer, um, and we weren't able to. You know I lost both parents in 2018, and, and we we're running the showcase kind of in my mom's honor. Um, but I got to be honest, we've been able to pivot. We pivoted once to have like a coaches versus cancer week, where all the Shore schools were like signing up to to basically advertise and and generate revenue for the cause. But then when the COVID uh happen happened again all the schedule we had created was revamped so now we're just doing a challenge so basically february is national cancer prevention month yeah. so i've got a lot of the short conference girls teams are ordering the shirts and getting sponsors and we as a collection are going to honor those cancer warriors and their survivors and and the girls are going to play for a cause um and we got a lot of great programs that have already signed on and, and we're still going to be able to help coaches versus cancer um the jimmy v fund and uh the american cancer society even though we can't host that that one day great showcase um but we're you know got on the calendar for next year and, and and covid aside we're gonna we're gonna be ready to uh bring some great basketball to ocean county for sure
0: yeah that, and that's great that you you were able to adjust that where you you know you could still you know raise some money for you know such a good cause and you know i was disappointed you know when we found out there's not going to be any of these one day events you know especially I love going to events when I know, you know, the money's going to a good cause, you know, I, I definitely circle, you know, I don't care who's playing. I try to circle those games on my calendar, you know, to show support to those kind of events. Yeah. And we're still going to do, I'm going to
1: run the same way. We're going to run it the, the state, the state versus the shore fight for a cure. You know, this year we're supposed to have uh, Bishop Barr and Saddle River day and hope oh. John, um, just to name a few teams, you know, Manchester, Red Bank, regional ourselves. Um, we had six games on the schedule. So we're just going to try to, you know, run it again. And hopefully those teams will be able to participate if they can. You know, we'll get some other great teams. But we really want to try to showcase some of the best programs, you know, some of the, the programs on the rise from Ocean County, Monmouth County, from all the shore, and really match them up to quality games for everybody to come see um, down in Toms River.
0: That's that's great. And, you know, hopefully, you know, we get through this season, we get through the spring, and hopefully it starts getting better during, during the Absolutely,
1: summer. Absolutely, for sure, 100%
0: well coach i'll let you go i appreciate you taking time out tonight you know to talk about your team and uh i Thank wish you, you i appreciate it i wish you, you you and the girls uh luck this season are you are you uh, i've been asking at the end of this are is donovan gonna be able to stream the games yeah so we um uh-huh. uh, we signed up with huddle live so okay. we have this,
1: this this amazing camera that is hands-free and it's a smart camera i don't understand how it works but basically there's it's it's depicting motion and it's so not only can we stream it live to all of our parents, but for our home games, that means I don't have to have anybody it yeah. from the live stream, will go right into our bank uh, and all the short conference coaches um, are sharing with each other. Um, so, because, you know, you can't really scout with, with the nature of
0: the season. Yeah.
1: And then on, and on the road, we'll have to do it the, the regular way, but all of our home games will be we streamed for sure.
0: Yeah, it seems like, I'll, you know, a lot of schools made the adjustment, you know, to get ready for basketball, to be able to stream the boys and, you know, the girls, you know, so, which which is, you know, you know, the parent, you know, parents, especially senior parents, they want to be able to see their kids, you know, finish out their careers.
1: I think it's just, you know, for every school, they had to find the right um, platform and the right technology and the right contract and what was cost effective because every school is in a different um, situation with everything going on. So for sure. Uh, Nick, before I, you let me go, I just want to ask one question. Yeah. If I send you a Donovan hat, we can get you to wear that and advertise. Yes,
0: our- yes. Uh, yes, yes. The the, <laughs> the issue is my hair is a little long, and the St. Rose hat is the only <laughs> hat that I have that actually fits good. And I don't. Uh, Jordan sent me the East Stroudsburg hat. I think that's in my car. I got it. I got it. Right. We'll get
1: you the Donovan hat. I promise. Yeah, yeah.
0: it's funny because another parent said to me, "I gotta send you a hat." Uh, for their school and then you know goody i said to goody i go i need to get a jackson hat you know especially since you know my niece that's my niece will end up going you know okay. to, so to show support Absolutely. So, but, Absolutely. and then i get the comments when i when i showed up to the wall league i get the comments from the coaches why do you got that hat on but you know it's, it's my school and, that's uh, all right. Listen, I, that's why I'm, that's why I'm at Donovan now. It's my school too. And
1: yep. you always got to wrap your alma mater for sure. It's just looking like it's a little ragged. So we'll get you a shiny new, you know, blue one to go. <laughs> okay. um, did you play sports at Donovan? Did you- I, I did. I, yeah, I, I was not a very good basketball player. I still, I'm not, I just always had a passion for, for the mm-hmm. game. Um, In fact, some of my best mentors were the basketball coaches. Bob Sunday is still teaching there. Mm-hmm. He's the reason why I'm a basketball coach and, and really quickly, one of the coolest moments when I decided to, to leave, coaching at Colts. I still teach there um, in my 20th year, but to leave coaching there to come back to alma mater. Um, I had to have a parent meeting for basketball in one of the classrooms. And um, I, you know, you sign up to rent, you know, to use the room like you, like you would just so that they know. And when I got in there, I have, they happened to put me in, in Mr. Sunday's old room. He's not in that room anymore, but I walked in, there was on the dryer race board. There was a, a message. Good luck, coach. Go get him from coach Sunday. So for me, like, that was like the coolest, yeah. thing ever. like the guy that you idolize. You know, he was a short guy. I'm not that tall. He was a <laughs> yeller. I was a much louder person when I started my career. So, you know, I would come to class and I would sit in the, the pit, which is what we had at, at, at Donovan back then. And we would just talk shops. So and my best friends were, were some of the best basketball players that we had at Donovan. So I've always had a love for the game. So um, I transitioned to that in my professional career and coming back to coach Donovan and to be, you know, share the same gym with coach Carney, who's like a legend is like one of the best parts of, of my coaching
0: experience for sure. Uh, that, that's great that's a great story right there i Absolutely. remember um when i wrote for the newspaper i, I covered because i i wrote for the co-star which is st rose Manuswan wall yeah and uh they sent me to donovan uh one on stalworth so it was 2001 maybe okay he, yeah he, he was a nice little little point guard
1: <laughs> yeah randall randall not only would he play so i was um i was just starting my career on the boys side so i remember <laughs> you know um, we lost when I was coaching Colts Neck at a buzzer beater by Tommy Carter uh, from half court at the Ritaco Center to knock us out by Donovan. And those were all my friends. Those are guys I went to high school with. Dave Manzo, um, John Knight. They're all on the coaching staff there. Um, And um, just to have that that connection is is tremendous. But you know, just to bring to give to give you another quick story. When I started coaching, I walk into Wall High School for the first time, and my old coach Tom Redu is the a, the AD there. Yeah. He's been there for like a million years. But I remember. When I had him, you know, as a teacher, freshman year, and I had him as a coach while at Donovan. Um, and just, you know, you see, you see those names and those faces and and people change roles, but those connections, you know, still remain. That's that's what I love about what I do. So um for sure.
0: That's great. Coach uh Dan, Dan I wish you luck uh this season and you know, stay healthy. Hopefully the team stays healthy. And absolutely.
1: Uh, thank you for having me and, and the hats in the mail. All right, thank you. Have a, Have good, a
0: night. good night. Good night.